Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Talk podcast. I am Luke Owen DAD, and I'm joined by your Jam That Champion, the not real Jam That Champion, Pete Quinnell. Hello, Chopper. How are you? What do you mean it's not real? You're not the real Jam That Champion. Like, I know I don't actually have a title belt on my shoulder. Nope. Because uh, I won it from Ollie yep. on Sunday at Revolution, mm-hmm. uh, but he hasn't been into the office since, so he hasn't given it to us. Why, wasn't, why didn't he have it on Sunday? Because he. Why didn't he have it on Sunday? Because he's an idiot. That's why. Yeah. Because he's an idiot. He probably could have brought it on Sunday. Because his, yeah. his, his usual excuse is, well, I'm um, uh, I'm on my bike. So I, I can't bring in. my bike yes, in. Exactly. But he got a taxi. Uh, i tell you why he didn't have it. It's because he went to the cinema at first. He went to go see the Batman in IMAX. Him and his bloody movies. So he went to go that. So I think he probably didn't want to take a title belt into central London. Why not? Go <laughs> <laughs> on, represent the brand. Come on, mate. How well? I mean, he's the one who's like contacting marketing companies and stuff. Like, yeah. what, what better marketing, Ollie, than right. to walk around with uh, the old Winged Eagle WWF Championship belt with a Jam That Jam sticker on it. Exactly, right? Yeah. Support WrestleTalk. Interim champion. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a bit of a fun show today. Uh, everyone if you're listening because well actually in the audio realm no it it, it will be the same show in the audio realm but i wanted to recommend that people go and check out the video version Mm. because uh there's not a whole amount to talk about raw really we're going to sort of talk about like how there wasn't a lot of stars Mm -hmm. um you know it it felt like felt like an empty show Mm. i think is a good way to describe this we're gonna be talking about that and then running through the show but there's not a whole deal to talk about so what we're gonna do is play 2k22 the mm. new wwe game we've got it here it's on the tv at the moment so we're going to play that um that's not gonna be in the audio version though because no. it's not great audio content no so my recommendation is to head on over to the video version of this and then probably just skip ahead to mm. the uh, the bit where we start playing the 2k game yeah that'll be fun 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 it'll be fun. i'm, I'm really looking forward to it i mean you and i have been planning this for a little while now mm. we've been working on this um with 2k about doing the my gm series that we're going to be debuting on parts of unknown this coming friday indeed me versus you raw versus smackdown head to head in direct competition Hell yeah the Bo- only way booking the stars booking your title mm-hmm. matches that's any other i think we should probably like do a practice run through of it well i'm hoping if we can get enough time on wednesday tomorrow that is that's peeling back the curtain. 
I want us to do a proper like test run of everything. Yeah. Of all the all the stuff, characters, do the do all the talking heads, promos, all that jazz. Full test run of everything. Yeah. And then we'll know how the series actually works. Spoilers, we don't actually know how it works yet. Well, we've done we've done a multiple like test recordings of things. Yes. Um, but using other games. Yes. So like we have got a certain style already mm. yes but like we need to actually record the draft day episode that's going up on friday and yes. episode one that's going out on monday at the very least we need to record like those exactly two. yeah um so that but we, we didn't get the game until today to the, yeah so, this morning basically yeah. it's like when we actually got hold of the game and uh, even if we got it last week i wasn't here last week yeah uh, but i was though so i could have at least like made the characters checked out the mode see how it works all that stuff so i can catch yeah. you up to speed because we, we haven't do, had that luxury what we do need to do i i know for a fact because i was watching this on up up down down mm. is to just play through it at least once because that removes all of the true gulag popping up and being like hey you know being clippy in the yes. corner being, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like you're trying to play my gm <laughs> mode <laughs> yes yes that is a very good point we yeah. should do that yeah let's get rid of all that stuff but well you know yeah. we played the game a little bit played a little bit of the showcase mode for a for a list video that's going to be going out mm. this sunday i think yes um I can, I mean, I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I tell you what I'm not going to enjoy, though, is probably playing you at it later because you've done the tutorial and I haven't. Oh, so I don't yeah. know any of the controls for anything. And you're going to be like, we just need to do a grab combo. Like, How would you do a grab combo? Luke? you'd be like, I don't know. You should have done the tutorial, shouldn't you? Well, that, well, actually, one of the things I do like about this sounds like I'm in a sales pitch here. Or like, I'm like, <laughs> well, the great thing about the game is, Pete, and I'm, I genuinely am not trying to be that guy, but, well, the great thing about the game, Pete... <laughs> Is that like it is literally just press square to do a light attack? Yeah. X to do a strong attack. Yeah. Circle does a grab, and mm -hmm. then you just press square or X in that. Yeah. And that, that is literally it. And yeah. like you know, uh, R two is run. It's but it's like explaining someone how do I play uh, uh, SmackDown? Just bring it. Mm. Or like you know, SmackDown two, know your role. It's like mm -hmm. well, you just literally press these buttons and away you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. What you're saying is I'll, I'll kick your ass later. Most likely, yeah, because I mean, cool. you've Pete, I've played three matches and I've lost all three of them. <laughs> You literally just on watched normal me do difficulty. That. On normal difficulty, I lost yeah. every single match that I've done. Yeah. Went back into the office and Adam said, like, oh, how is it? I said, well, it's better than 2K20. Yes. And I, for my money, because I didn't really like 2K19 that much, mm. I enjoyed it more than 2K19 based on my limited experience playing it. And he's like, oh, did you win? And I was like, no, I've lost every single thing <laughs> that I've done. I played two showcase matches, lost mm -hmm. both of those, yep. and then played against the computer for some footage, and I lost that as well. Yeah. Good times. Had by all. Yeah. I am yes. not very good at games. No, but you are okay at speedrunners. So I am. I mean, right. okay. So when we got here on Sunday to do the AEW Revolution mm. live stream reactions. By the way, did you listen to the podcast that Pete and Ollie, uh, Pete and Tempest? No, no, nope. you're Pete. Yep, that's the Ollie one. and Tempest did. No, not at all. So they did Raw last week. Yes, and Ollie started off the show by being like, "Tempest, I want to talk to you about speedrunners." <laughs> <laughs> And bearing in mind that you've done podcasts with the talking about speedrun, and yeah. I've done podcasts. <laughs> so it's like this goddamn game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Ollie's bought the game now. Yes, he he's mentioned. Bought, he yes. bought the game because he's trying to get some like um, practice in on it. Yeah, and he 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 was very excited yeah. that he had got that practice in. So revolution here in the UK, the pre-show started at I should call it the buy-in, yes. um, the kickoff show uh, started at midnight. So yes. I got into the office about ten o'clock. Mm -hmm. Ollie got in here about sort of ten to ten ish. 
So we were here 10 for like, to 10. Yeah. So we were here like two hours before the show actually started. Ollie got in at 10 to 10. Well, he came straight from the cinema. So, <laughs> so we had to be here early, basically. Yeah, by by right. default, he was here early. Yeah. Um, so we were here, you know, we had plenty of times, but we haven't seen each other for a week. Mm. So we sat down and we talked and we just chatted for about an hour or mm. so. And then um, we chatted some more. And then we got to about sort of 20 past ish, mm -hmm. 20 past 11. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, me, should we go down and start setting the stream? I mean, I'd already set the stream up. I was like, yeah, connect the stream and everything, just make sure yep. everything's working. And he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Could have a quick game of speed run. I was like, couldn't we? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah do you know what? We've got it's 40 minutes. Yeah. We've got time to do got plenty that. Plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time to do that. So, you know, play a quick game. Quick game is win 3 0. Of course. And I was like, you know, well, let's play another one. So we played another one. Long story short, we came in here with three minutes before the show actually started. <laughs> It's a good job you bought the pay-per-view by accident because Ollie I sure had, did. Because Ollie hadn't done that either. Yeah, because I didn't realize when I went onto the fight app, I was already logged in through the, the work account. Uh, so I bought it. And when you go on to buy it, it says like, oh, put in your email, put in all that stuff. So I just did like my email, did all that, bought it. And then it said, the account you bought it on is this one. And I was like, oh, that's the work one. Bollocks. Logged out, logged it, uh, logged it on my account. Then bought it again, and I was like, Luke, I've already bought the pay-per-view. It's well, it's, it's a good you did, because we literally came in here like with three minutes to yeah. go, and I was like, I haven't connected the stream. Speedrunners is a curse. We were here two hours before the show started, <laughs> and I did everything in the last 90 seconds. If that ain't the Russell Talk way, I don't know what is. If you were watching the live reactions, that's why it started two minutes late. <laughs> You've seen the show, right? Like, did you watch the uh, the buy-in as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it started literally with a match. Like yes. there was no like no so no me, fanfare. Me and Ollie were like, you know, sitting down, setting everything up, yeah. getting our drinks and everything. And I was like, Chris Statland's making an entrance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the host is already in the ring. Yeah. I haven't done anything. Yeah. Yeah. Help. Yeah. Uh, I've got some emails. Actually, that one's to read out. Mm. Uh, this one comes in from Harry. He says, Hi there, lads. It's your boy, Harry. Long time no speak. Hope you are doing well. Luke, I hope Dadhood is everything that you've dreamt of. I'm not doing a lot of dreaming, I'll be honest with you, because mm, there's fair. restless nights. Uh, as always, I still listen and watch the podcast both on YouTube and Apple Podcasts uh, and still need to meet you all. But I just need to say that as a Geordie myself, I have to say that Luke's Geordie accent is spot on. <laughs> and it's as if a true Geordie was in there doing the podcast. Honestly, it gets a good laugh of me every time, as although I've heard the deeper accent from time to time, I've definitely heard plenty of people that sound like Luke's impression. Keep being <laughs> yourself, lads. Lots of love, Harry. That email was titled, Luke's Spotless Geordie Impression. Because um, that's when I do my impression of Pete. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Hello, my name's Pete. I don't want to do the NXT podcast anymore. <laughs> I think the show's proper rubbish, and I don't want to do it. I mean... It's pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> Basically, the conversation that's, that's that we had. Pretty much what I said, yeah. yeah it's it's accurate. Ah, like, oh, look, if I got my way, me and Tempest would not do the NXT show. <laughs> I really don't like that show. Um, <laughs> would you like to have something fun, Luke? What's that, mate? Might have to talk about it in the outro, maybe, but. Um, would you like to know what I was doing on Sunday? Oh, I would love to hear what you were doing on Sunday, aside from watching Revolution. Actually, no, you didn't get to watch it because you were into no, it. No, I did. I, oh, I watched part of it, yeah, and then watched the rest of it in the morning, but whatever. Uh, during the day on Sunday, I met up with Adam, Tom, and Rosie, mm. and we played some games. Wow. And it was delightful. Where'd you play them? Uh, at Tom's Abode. Really? Mm -hmm. what, yes. Cabin in the woods. Yes, it was uh, delightful. Um, and we, yeah, we played some games. We played the uh, the CBW Worldwide Wrestling <gasps> thing, which was yeah. very nice. Yeah, that was fun. 
Uh, Why would Adam let you be on that show? Because uh, he hates me. Okay. It's mainly that. Yeah. And also mainly because you've got a lot of straight white men. So, you know, don't really need another one to yeah, add to the yeah, mix. I guess so, yeah. That's really the reason yeah. why I mean uh, we're not allowed to be on Board Game Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, funny enough, actually, just very quickly, on the announcement for the um, the GM series, I think I mentioned this to you before. It might have been Adam. Can't remember if you were in the office or not. My favorite comment that someone left in that was, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so, so you guys saw the Lord of the Board and uh, saw that you weren't invited, so you just made your own ones, right? Like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in, yeah, in kind a, of, in, yeah. in a way, yeah. yeah, maybe a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah in a uh, way, might, yeah. might have something to do with it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was really nice. Just played some casual like party games. Played the uh, we were gonna do some more role playing games in the evening, but it got a bit too late, um, so we had to head back. But we were playing, you know, King of Tokyo and played Llama, which was good, and played other stuff. We played uh, Cockroach Poker, Suro. Suro is yeah, a great game. Yeah, real fun. I don't. I was talking to Laurie about this. Mm. I don't like King of Tokyo. Do you not? No, Why I've, not? I've got it. Well, I find that it's there's a lot based on luck. Of course, because it's, it's all because it's, it's all dice rolling. Yeah, but my I think my bigger issue I have with it is that it's only ever one on one fight. So you, there's a lot of times you're spending just sort of sat on the periphery, kind of waiting to kind of get in on the action. I mean, kinda. But the person on the inside attacks everyone on the outside, and everyone on the outside attacks the person on the inside. Yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of like I, it never feels like you're actively involved in the game. I, I felt whenever I played it. Perhaps this is just a. Oh, I think Godzilla Tokyo Clash is a much better <laughs> version of the game, if you ask me. I, to be fair, I, I find it's less about the the actual theme of the thing and more just like roll some uh, da- dice damage. Yeah. I want energon cubes. Give me. I want to buy some stuff. That was like. That's yeah, cool. it's like it. I, I don't really. Do it's that fine. Much. I've I've got it. I've got big chunky dice. What more do you want? That's got big chunky dice. Yeah. No, 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 and I've, I have nice. heard that the I think the second edition slightly improves upon things. Mm. And I, there was a sequel they did as well. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, that I think is a, like a much better version of it. The more you know. Um, but yeah, Godzilla Tokyo Clash, however, is pretty. It's, it's quite good actually. It's a lot more strategy involved in it yeah. really, when you get to it. I am. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed all of the characters that everyone played in the uh, CBW Wrestling uh, style one though, because that was. A bunch of fun because uh, we had uh <laughs> adam's character uh who was called dick blair um who uh was essentially super duper old raggedy man who just has an unfathomable amount of children <laughs> and just has to pay alimony and pay child support for all of these exes and all these children all of them are like in the crowd being like and because his name was dick there's just so many so many jokes of the kids being like we want dick and, you know stuff like that it was really bad and really funny um we had rosie's character um was um oh god fizzy bang bang <laughs> which was amazing that's such a rosie nichols name yeah it was amazing uh who just wanted everyone to eat sweets that was basically oh, the cute. whole thing yeah yeah um and uh she was a hardcore wrestler <laughs> 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 which is really funny uh, some of the stuff she came out with uh, and then was mine who was called Julius Eagle mm-hmm. um, who was a spoiled rich kid golfer um, nice. and uh, he was uh, accompanied by Daddy the Caddy uh, <laughs> <laughs> came out to the ring with him uh, it was really really fun very very stupid yeah it was um, a very silly game yeah I don't know if we've announced that we're doing the second series of that mm-hmm. oh you know I don't know if we've announced that yeah Maybe we just did. Maybe I just did. Yeah. I, I feel like we've said it at some point. The second season like we, is coming. I feel like I have, we have said it on something. Yeah. I feel like we probably have. It's coming at some point. Just not going to say when. Because that's the surprise, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Second season's coming. 
and can confirm, I'm not in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I am. Yes, but Luke is. Silver Bro is making his return yeah. uh, to the CBW ring. Uh, anyway, we need to get into the main show itself. Uh, here we are talking about Raw. Probably not for very long. Here's the show. No Brock Lesnar, no Becky Lynch. Nothing really happening much on this show outside of a potential match of the year candidate uh, that, that opened the show. Because that triple threat tag team match was B-A-N-G-I-N banging. So good. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You missed off the final G and it tripped me up. No, I, well, I didn't want to say B-I-N apostrophe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been much better, Luke. Oh, honestly. okay. Well, I do apologize. Anyway, hello and welcome to the rest of the podcast. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D, the real Jam That Champion, though I don't have my belt because Ollie Davis isn't in. And I'm joined by the fake Jam That Champion, Chopper Pete Quarnell. Welcome to the WWE Raw review. Please do click the thumbs up button. Subscribe if this is your first time to the rest of the podcast. We are nearing 62,000 subscribers, which means we are on our way to 70k mm. where we're going to be doing a rumble a royal rumble randomizer a 10 hour live stream royal rumble randomizer which i'm super super thrilled about won't be for a while yet unless of course you help us get there quicker so please do click that subscribe button also while you're clicking links with this episode is sponsored by better help h-e-l-p look after your mental health support rest talk support each other support yourself we here at rest talk uh take mental health and your concerns very very seriously and better help have been a sponsor with us now for the last sort of four weeks or so and been really really pleased and thrilled to have them on as a sponsor i've heard them on a lot of shows before and it's the sort of sponsor that i was like i wish we could have someone like that on the rest of the podcast so thank you to better help for sponsoring this it is not a crisis line it is not self-help it is professional therapy done securely online it's available to clients worldwide and you can log into your account anytime send messages to your therapist it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available better help wants you to start living a happier life today so that is betterhelp.com forward slash wrestle and if you use our promo code wrestle you'll get 10 percent off your first month Pete, yay pete thoughts better helps great use it <laughs> yeah. it's good to it's good to talk about stuff thanks pete. especially in the last couple of years yeah right everyone's got a lot of baggage it's good to help yourself with stuff like that and we've actually you know members of our rest talk uh team have used this tempest has used it in the past andy has also mm -hmm. used it as well like during the uh, the pandemic so uh, we uh, they come highly recommended by us here at wrestle talk podcast thanks for being today's sponsor now this episode's title that we put up for this podcast, <laughs> oh, yep. it's a spicy one. Mm. Uh, that was a spicy thumbnail as well. Um, I'll be honest, haven't seen it. <laughs> I just said it was a boring show. But, hey, it was. Yeah. Um, and it got us a bit of negativity, a bit of heat in mm. the comments because there were some people who thought this was the best episode of Raw this year. And I think that's probably because that triple threat tag team match, mm -hmm. which was... No kidding, a legit match of the year candidate. I thought it was so, so tremendous. It went 27 minutes through multiple commercial breaks, had phenomenal spots, phenomenal pacing, just a wicked, wickedly good tag team match. Uh, I, I think it might be one of the best tag team matches that Raw has ever had on the show. And I like it, at the end of that half an hour, I was just amped. I was so pumped, and I'm like, dang, I cannot wait to watch the rest of this episode of Raw, because I'm into it. 
and the rest of the show just like just fell off a cliff of mm-hmm. nothing happening yeah like the miss segment went nowhere and there were just matches that were just there like we had an Amos versus apollo cruz match yeah, like the priest theory match sorry the uh, finn balor theory match went two minutes before a dq Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan are now a tag team, I guess, and just pinned Carmella and Zelina Vega. And they're now in the, with no tag team history, they're now vying for the tag team titles. Mm. Like Rhea Ripley literally just got out of a tag team and is now back in a tag team again. Um, no Becky Lynch on this show because she was unfortunately in hospital. But so you can't really you know, say, WWE, how can you not get on put Becky Lynch on the show? Mm-hmm. But without her, the show really felt like it was lacking in that female star power presence like yeah, bianca belair was there she cut a promo but mm. not being out there and having a match something like really i don't know hurt the show somewhat but for me the biggest one was that wwe have been spending the last three four months maybe even longer probably actually since survivor series they've been telling us the biggest storyline in wwe right now the reason to buy peacock and watch wrestlemania the most important thing in this company is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. And the opening video package was from the Madison Square Garden event where Roman Reigns attacked Brock Lesnar and held up both belts. They replayed that multiple times. They were even like, it's the most watched WWE video on Instagram ever. Neither of them were on this show. And so I'm there being like, well, where are the stars then? Because you're telling me that this is the most important thing on the show, but neither of them are here. Mm -hmm. And if anything, it just feels like and the show had such a flat ending with the, the mm-hmm. Kevin Owens thing as well. I mean, what did what did you make? To 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 continue your point about the the Lesnar Reigns thing, I initially said as soon as it was set up that it is going to be Lesnar Reigns at WrestleMania after Lesnar won at Elimination Chamber. It's going to be oh title versus title, all that stuff. The first thing I said him, the first review that I did after that was, I really hope if they're going to be on every Raw and SmackDown between now and Mania, really hope they've got enough material till then. They don't. Spoilers. They don't. Which is why, now they're not on se- several shows, on SmackDown, it's Roman comes out and does a promo. Like, they have nothing. They've done the little contract signing segment, and now they're just like, well, we've done all the hype for it, so... SmackDown had that problem, like, Roman's promo, like, good promo. Sure, yeah. But, well, but, heard it. but I've heard the promo. Yeah, and, and like, that's it. That, that's all they've got now, is they've done the contract signing, and they've gone, right, we've hyped the thing, we've called it the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, so now we just coast on that hype to WrestleMania. And there's yeah. nothing else going on now, and when that's not happening, and that's the primary focus of your show, then nothing else happens on your show. It's, it's all, yeah, it's always the downside to putting the belt on Brock, isn't it? Mm. Because, like, Brock's awesome. And Brock yeah. has been awesome since he's come back. I think there are. I'm hoping that some fans don't sour on him because he's now won the belt again. Like, yes, you know, taking it off of, of Bobby Lashley who is injured. Um, but yeah, it's just like when he's not on the show, it's noticeable that he's not on the show. Yeah, because they don't feel like they have anyone else that can fill the shoes because the mm-hmm. company has spent the last five years making sure that the only top two guys in the company are Brock and Roman. Yeah. So now they're coming to a head. It's going to be the biggest match of all time. But if Brock's not there and Roman's not there, then well, who else is there? Mm-hmm. Randy Orton was over like Rover on this Cleveland show. He was in the opening match. Mm-hmm. You know, Owens and Rollins, they're not as over to the degree that Randy Orton is, but they're also in the opening match. Mm-hmm. So once you've got all of your stars in that opening match, the rest of the show was just like, you know, the reactions were like, that, that was sort of the reaction from everyone who came out. Like, from this Cleveland crowd. Miz comes out. Yeah, well, the, actually, in fairness, the Miz got a much better reaction because he's from Cleveland. Yes. And Logan Paul got 
actually a less reaction than Miz got, but he's from Cleveland. Sure. Um, and then, but everyone else was just, you know, Finn Balor comes out. Yeah. Austin Theory comes out. Yeah. Ray Ripley comes out. Yeah. Queen Zelina comes out. Yeah. And, and that, it was just. That's it, what they've instilled in us. Well, that's the. In exactly. And it's got. It's nothing against the actual talent. No. It's nothing to do with the talent itself. It's just there. It's it's the, the way that the company has presented itself for the last few years, yeah. which I think is a real shame. And it just really hit me at the end of the show when Kevin Owens came out to make his announcement. I love Kevin Owens. Mm. One of my favorite guys in WWE. And he cut this promo and it was a good promo, but he was just like, I, you know, Austin, I, I'm, you know, I want to see you on the KO show. And then, you know, Austin's music hits, but it just cuts to the commentators being like, wow, I wonder what Austin will say. <laughs> and that's it. And then they're like, the show ended. Like you didn't have, if, I think if you were going to do like the big Owens, Austin, confrontation like the big challenge thing mm-hmm. you do want to show where austin's there mm-hmm. because austin's there in the ring and you can have the face off between them as opposed to always just saying hey i challenge you to to be here I, I mean it can work but on a show where you had no brock no roman no becky like no like big time names it almost felt just like i'm here's my here's my final thing i'll say on this if you watch next week's episode of raw you won't have missed anything from this one. Yeah. Like if you missed this week's episode and you tuned in next week, there is not really anything outside of the tag title change that you wouldn't be able to... You, this wasn't can't miss TV. Totally. Yeah, I, that, that was going to be my point is barely anything progressed yeah. on this week. It was, yeah, the tag title change, which we've said is fantastic. What a great match. You had the inclusion of Rhea and Liv into the women's tag title match at WrestleMania. That's about it, right? Yeah. Everything else just kind of was there. And it didn't really progress anything. And if you tuned into next week's episode and you see that Rhea and Liv, I'd be like, what? Why? Yeah. What? Why? Right? Why? Why did like, that happen? And, you know, yeah. And the thing is, sure, the, the progression of Rhea and Liv as a tag team and get in, involved in the WrestleMania tag title match, that is technically progression, but it's also progression that no one cares about. Well, you know, it's so, the first time that the women's tag team titles have actually been defended on pay-per-view since WrestleMania last year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and it's a belt that's got, you know, and also, it's a belt that has got one team in it, yeah. which are the tag champions. Yep. And they're showing signs of dissension. And they've got dissension, yeah. Um, and I suppose you could say now, like, oh, well, uh, you got... What did they, they call them? They're on Twitter? No. No, Pete, no, because I know that you love this name. No, because if I say it too much, <laughs> it will manifest, and they'll actually call it that. Over or under, worse than Graveyard Dogs. Oh, Graveyard Dogs was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Pete? It was bossy glow. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than I remember it being bossy glow. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. Naomi and Banks. Sorry, that was a that was a tweet from Sasha Banks, but a, a picture of <laughs> Sasha and Naomi with the caption "bossy glow." And I was like, God's sake! Please, hope that's not the tag name. please don't let that be the tag name. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go dive into the rest of this raw review. But mm. as I said, because there wasn't a, a whole bunch of things happening, this might be a bit of a, a shorter raw review episode. But we don't want to shortchange you, the wonderful viewers. So we have got a bit of a treat that once we have finished the raw review. We're going to play a little bit of 2K22 because it's loaded there. It's up on the TV. We've actually yeah. been playing it this morning. Well, you've been playing I, I, it this I've morning. I've been playing it this morning. Yeah. 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 So we're going to play a bit of 2K22 later. Excited. Excitement. Excited. Though Luke's done the tutorial and I haven't. Yeah, so that's true. And I will also win. be... I mean, yes, but I've also lost all three matches that I played. That is correct. Against the AI 
on normal difficulty. So we'll see how it goes, but we need to get through the raw review first. We do indeed. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Let's get into your ultra chats, where apparently we've there's... Got, no, we've got some. Oh, we got it's, some? It's just hadn't, hadn't loaded. <laughs> we have got some ultra chats, and we're kicking things off with Jack Nichols, who called this a tedious show. Mm. What do you mean there weren't any stars? Jerry Lawler was there. <laughs> he missed a Nambler meeting for this. Two stars on my screen now, though, lads. Five-star channel, six-star ha- six six star hairline, Peng. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. I get the feeling that he thought Ollie was on this show, which is why he sent that in. Because he often says that Ollie's hairline is Peng. Yeah. So I think that he thought that Ollie was on this show and mm. sent that in. And now he's seen me and he's gone, oh, no. Yeah. I, they, they don't have a good hairline. My chat won't make any sense yeah. now. Um, 
uh, missed all of the revolution chat when i was a kid y2j was my favorite wrestler and sunday he reminded me why that was the best match he's had since Shawn michaels and crispy ben's kingston was awesome the story it was yeah kingston was bloody amazing my mate texted me actually he said they go i watched um uh, just without to watch a revolution mm. and he was just like you know oh, i was, I was lose, forgetting to breathe during some of the uh, the tag team stuff because it was just like so spectacular but he mm. was like that eddie kingston's performance in that jericho match was incredible unbelievable uh charles berg says now i know you won't be able to read out what i write but after watching the excellent aew pay-per-view and watching raw i have to say Blank this blank show. Blank it's garbage writing. Blank it's fever dream pacing. Okay, I'm good. WWE shows are the worst thing. I agree. Uh, no, I, I am going to disagree with you there, Charles. It's n it's not the worst show. Raw has been way worse than this. Have we oh, all yeah. forgotten Raw last year? Yeah. Like, Raw last year was infinitely worse than what this was. For sure. This Its biggest crime now is that it's boring. Yes. And but at least it is not actively bad. Yes. Uh, so I will I will take boring over actively bad. I will still say that WWE shows are the worst thing. Um, Martial Arts uh, said Raw's a boring show. Really? You know what wasn't a boring show? WXW 16 carats. Take your hashtag one day. WXW is very important. And Riot DR says every week on Raw, I always seem to say X deserves better. This week's winner is Apollo Crews deserves better. He landed the perfect and safe standing dropkick on a moss for crying out loud. <laughs> also, why did Miz, Logan and Jerry waste all that time? Because they didn't have any stars in this show. They were like, we need to fill some time. Like what? What was that segment? Do you want to know as well? They played, I, I, I mentioned this on the SmackDown thing as well. When they're struggling for time, they'll play the full intro for the show. Yeah. They played the full intro for Raw on this one. I think it's a new intro. Might be. Can I, <laughs> I don't can know. Can I don't chat, watch Raw. Can the chat tell me, was that a new intro for Raw? Or have they just not, has it been changed for ages and they've just not played it in a while? Because I wrote in my notes, that's a new intro. Mm. But I also think like, do I just not? Do I just not know? <laughs> do yeah, I, not, do totally. I just forget to, to watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if that is the new intro or that's one that's been there for a while. Yeah, because they always do the then now forever. Yeah. But then sometimes they'll have Together. the raw intro or they'll have the SmackDown. Are you ready for a good time? One, which is really annoying. Um, I like that song. It's a fine song. It's a terrible song for a wrestling show. <laughs> Doesn't fit at all. Um, it is. It was the new, it is a new intro. Oh, it's new. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, they always play that that intro, the Raw or SmackDown one, whenever they're trying to fill for time on a show, because you know nothing's going to happen. I'm pretty sure I've had a 100 record on that. Whenever there's been that intro plays, the show is nothing. Homestar fan here, banging in the chat. It's the same thing The Simpsons does. Mm -hmm. You go back and watch old episodes of The Simpsons. If it has got an intro where it's just like The Simpsons and it shuts down and then like Homer's driving his car mm -hmm. into the garage, yeah. that means it is an episode with lots of stuff in it. Yes. If it has got the, the full intro, the full intro, it is an episode that it was running short on time, so they put that. If it's the intro with the circus couch uh -huh. gag, that means the episodes run even shorter. <laughs> they have to use the <laughs> longest version of the intro possible to fill the time. Yeah. Uh, thank you to this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp. Please do click the link in the video description down below. Look after yourself. Mental health is very important to us here at Rest Talk. Support Rest Talk. Support each other. Support yourself. Uh, BetterHelp.com forward slash wrestle. Use our promo code wrestle for ten percent off your first 
month. If you are feeling anxious about anything, you're feeling lonely, anything, you can speak to a therapist. You'll be assigned a therapist within 48 hours and you've got multiple ways to contact them as well. If you don't like talking over the phone, you can just do it over instant messenger or text messages. If you want something a bit more intimate, you can do it over a video call. So it's an excellent, excellent service. We highly recommend it. Please do click the link in the video description down below. Thank you to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, for sponsoring today's episode. You could also tell that this episode was running short on time mm. because not only was that opening trios tag match, sorry, trios tag match, sorry, the uh, triple threat tag match mm -hmm. between RK Bro, Seth Rollins, and, uh, and Kevin Owens and Alpha Academy went 27 minutes. They also got promos before it as well. Sure did. Because Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins came out and cut a promo saying, we are going to win. Yes. Then Alpha Academy came out and cut a promo saying, we are going to win. And then um, RK Bro backstage cut a promo saying, we are going to win. And then they had the match. <laughs> yes. We, and the match itself was absolutely fantastic. And I'm so good. I'm not not going to take anything away from that at all. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. The pacing was fantastic. The spots were great. All of them are great wrestlers. Uh, they built to uh, Randy Orton hot tags a couple of times, which the crowd went bananas for they just... every time. There was a, frankly, magnificent RKO spot where Chad Gable did a moonsault, which Randy Orton then counted into an RKO. I don't even know how that works, but he did it. It was um, so good. Really, really good stuff. And um, in the end of this, the um, so the, the sort of final was that Owens and Rollins were running wild and they were hitting the buckle bomb and the stunner and the stomp uh, onto Chad. And Riddle jumps in and he launches Rollins out of the ring and he steals the pin. Mm -hmm. And what I loved about this match, and this match was awesome regardless, the commentary did such a good job of putting over, this is their last chance mm -hmm. to get onto the WrestleMania card. Like, like putting it over is like, that is a massive opportunity. It's a great honor to be part of the WrestleMania card. And this is it. This is their last opportunity. Of course, that's absolute bollocks. Because mm -hmm. of course, Rollins is going to be on the WrestleMania card. Yeah. But you added some stakes to the match anyway. And I, and I really do appreciate that. And I thought it added a lot to this match. I sort of agree with you. I think it's nice that they're trying, but that storyline doesn't work. You're you're telling me that Seth Rollins isn't going to be on a WrestleMania card. I don't believe you. Like, it, the stakes mean nothing because I, I don't buy into it one iota. But I think it really helped build what Kevin Owens did later on in the show. That's where he true. was just like, I now need to formulate a plan yes. to get me onto the main card. And now we know what Owens' plan is. I'm now curious to find out what Rollins' plan is. Like, mm -hmm. what is... Because at the end of this, when, like, the reactions that rollins and owens had was so so great it was owens just sat in like by the steel steps his head in his hands being like oh that's it i'm off wrestlemania i'm not going to be at wrestlemania in a mm -hmm. town that i hate and you can see him almost like the cogs were wearing and stuff and he's just muttering to himself rollins it's the image we use in the thumbnail just walks to the back like a zombie yeah it's just like this look on his face and it was like oh no oh oh i mean like he couldn't believe it he was so sure that he and owens were going to win those tag titles and they were going to go to WrestleMania, and they didn't. And he's got to now figure out what to do next. I thought it was a masterful performance by both of them, and I thought the commentary team did a really good job of putting it over. And when Alpha Academy won those tag titles, Ollie and I put a video saying that it was really weird that they took the belts off of RK Bro and just put them onto Alpha Academy, who mm -hmm. had very little heat at that point. Yeah, But they have done an incredible job of 
getting some heat. So now a point where Chad Gable and Otis get legitimate heat from the crowd. Thought this was an excellent, excellent, excellent opening to the show. This was fantastic. And I'm really annoyed because I've got a thing to talk about and it's just not loading on the page. Right. Uh, the thing I wanted to talk about and the thing's just frozen on me. So, you know, you I, I guess to... I won't. What do you want to talk about, Pete? I'll bring it up later once it's loaded, I guess. I'll just <laughs> interject whatever you're saying and be like, now it's my thing. Do you know what I want to talk about? Mm. There's a moment during this where Otis Mr. Vader bomb. I've got my thing. <laughs> so, no, go, go ahead, finish your thing. Go ahead, I'm only joking. <laughs> so there was a moment when Otis missed the Vader bomb, mm. and I was like, well, "This would be a really good opportunity to bring up that Vader's going into the Hall of Fame." Yeah, and they didn't. They just Nothing. they waited right till the end of the show to be like, "Vader's going into By the, the way, Hall of Fame." Yeah, I was like, a line from commentary would have mm-hmm. been really good there to be like, "Oh man, you know, like Vader popularized that move here in the WWF, mm-hmm. and you, uh, like uh, one of the greatest big men of all time." And now this big tree trunk is doing that move as mm-hmm. well. It was just it was very weird. Yes, it was. Um, so now that we've been really positive about we've it... We've got to move on, Pete, I'm afraid. Uh, now that we've been very positive about that match, uh, th- this isn't specifically a, a negative thing about this match in particular, but just the WWE style as a whole. This was a post on uh, Reddit's Squared Circle um, thread, post, forum, what's Reddit, um, that says... Um, uh, I thought people were exaggerating about how WWE runs catchphrases into the ground. But tonight on Raw, within 30 seconds of a wrestler's interest dying. So this was about Alpha Academy's entrance. Mm-hmm. Chad Gable's shush catchphrase is given to the viewer nine times. Amazing. So the entrance music begins with two shushes. The announcers say shush three times. Both Chad and Otis's shirts read shush. And the first words out of Chad Gable's mouth were shush, shush, please. Now, that's a lot. Do you know what? That's the WWE style of being like, oh, this thing's over. Let's completely overdo it. There is an argument that could be made there. I don't think that them having it on their T-shirts or like being part of their entrance music to be like, we are hammering this into the ground. The commentary team is probably a bit much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think Shush is such a good gimmick. And it, I mean, sure. granted... I was the lone fan of Shush when he was doing it with Shelton Benjamin <laughs> yeah. back in the day. You were. So now now you have to stand by it regardless. Well, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> At last, lads. Get on board. <laughs> Get on board. <laughs> anyway, I thought yeah. this was a tremendous opening. Yes, to this it show. was. Really, really Better, very good. Uh, we then got Dana Brooke versus Tamina for the 24-7 championship. Dana Brooke won. Um, we got some more horniness between the four of them. Um, Tazawa got the mic afterwards and said that uh, the love of his life, Tamina, really won. She was a bit mad. And she turned around and blew him a little kiss. Before the match, they were both asking for kisses for, for good luck. Now, I, know, I can see your face there, Pete. I think this is all pretty good. I don't care. Like, what, what do you want me to say about it? Not. I don't care. Nothing happened. Here is what I will say about this, Pete. Yeah. It's the first time that WWE have done something different with the 24-7 title since it was introduced. Because since they've introduced that title, it's just been R-Truth doing wackiness for three plus years. This is something entirely different with it, and I'm so on board for it. I'm not. (laughs) Because it's still (laughs) bad. If you're going to change it, change it to something good. Uh, we've got our second recap of Brains. Uh, brains? Brains? <laughs> <laughs> you know, from Thunderbirds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, gee willikers. Uh, no, Reigns attacked Brock. Yeah, there it is. It's the most watched Instagram post in history, man. Do you know what? Like, every time I say I'm doing an interview with someone, mm. 
I get 10 messages from people being like, don't call him QT Darshall. <laughs> don't call him Eddie Dingston. <laughs> that one's much better. Love that. Ugh. Yeah, there you go. That's your fault. Put it out into the public. Do you know what? No, no one would have known. It's so funny. So, like, I went to see some of my family at the weekend. Mm. Um, I went to go see my cousin and his kids. And uh, his kids are, like, 16. And uh, they well, one of the first things they said to me was, like, can't believe you called him Tom Dolly. <laughs> and they were like, announced it. You know, it's like, I was, I was like, where did you see that? I was like, I saw it on Twitter. And I'm like, and they were like, yeah, I can't believe they shared that. I was like, I shared it. Like, that was it. <laughs> That's my video. The whole reason it exists is because I thought it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and but I know I am owning it. It's why I'm actually doing it. I didn't think mm. it was funny. I thought it was traumatizing, but yes. I'm trying to own it. Yes. Tom Dolland. Yep. That's everyone that, is... that's not the safe way to deal with trauma, Luke. You should go to betterhealth.com. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Miss TV with Jerry Laura. <laughs> Now they well, went. I don't know if this was Miss TV because they were like, "Oh, it's Mrs. Homecoming" or something like that, no, I'm right? I'm sure they announced this was Miss TV no, with special know. guest Jerry Lawler. Sure, but here is the segment writ large. Miz came out and got a hometown pop. Yes. He then cut a promo being like, "Cleveland's awesome," and now I bring out Cleveland's own Logan Paul. Sure. Logan Paul comes out and he cuts a promo that said, "Cleveland's awesome." And that brings out Jerry Lawler, who comes out and says, Cleveland's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then Miz says, I don't think Cleveland should get a WrestleMania. And then he walked away. Yep. And that was it. That's the whole segment. What did this achieve? What was the point of this? It's all about the heel heat. <laughs> okay, so here is my theory mm. as to what this was trying to achieve. Okay. And I, th I think this is what they were going for. Yep. Miz's whole point is that... Ray and Dominic cheat, and you cheer them. Mm -hmm. I cheat, and you boo me. Mm -hmm. And Miz, in this segment here, was cheered by the crowd for saying that he liked Cleveland, but the second he said he didn't like Cleveland, they booed him. And he even said, like, oh, now you're booing me. Mm -hmm. Now that I've said it out loud, it's that still... Doesn't, it's, that it's, doesn't it's, make any sense, Luke. No, no, now that I've said it out loud, I don't think that is what they That's, were... There's no link between those two things. Or if there is a link, he did not he make that clear. They didn't, they didn't quite all. connect the dots, did no, they? No, they really didn't. I don't know what the point of any of this was. I think the only way this pays off is if they announce that WrestleMania 40 is in Cleveland. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good enough payoff, though. But that's the only payoff I can think of to this segment. Which there won't be. I'm just going to throw it out there. There will not be a payoff to this segment. But if there was one, the only one is that Miz being like, nah, Cleveland doesn't deserve a WrestleMania. And then uh, goes, oh, WrestleMania's going to be in Cleveland. They go, hey, screw you, Miz. But they're already not in Cleveland anymore. So the payoff moment has already passed. I'll be honest, this, uh, this segment was a home run segment anyway, <laughs> just for the lengths that WWE went to to be like, hey, Jerry Lawler represents Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis's own. The guy who personifies Memphis, Jerry Lawler, to be like, yeah, hey, yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland, eh? Uh, He's from Cleveland. God. This show is very stupid. We've already talked for way longer than I thought we would about oh this my show. God, it really made me laugh. He's from Cleveland. Is he? Is he um, Bron Breaker was on the show. Yeah, he was. Bron Breaker was on the uh, the, the show he teamed with Tommaso Ciampa to take on the Dirty Dogs. Breaker mm. won as well. He got a big video package showcasing the match. He got the win. That's a thumb. Tag match was... I haven't watched NXT. Was it better than the NXT match? Eh. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like that. I think the NXT one was probably better. Okay. It's fine. I, I, do you know what? They didn't pin the champion. Didn't pin the champion. 
did pin the person going for the yeah, title, yeah, though. Why didn't Robert Roode take why the pin? Why didn't Roode take the pin? Because he's not in the triple threat tonight. No, that's, like, that's the person to take the pin. Like, you know, Tommy Champs can't get pinned by Bron Breaker in this tag match, so that rules sure. him out. You, so, if I'm you, looking, so if I'm looking at my options are Dolph Ziggler, who's in the title match, yeah. and Robert Roode, who isn't. You could have also had, if you wanted to be crazy, you could have Ziggler pin Champa. I wouldn't have liked that. Rude is the better person to take the pin because he's not in the match. But you don't even have to pin the champion by doing it the other way. You can still pin Champa if you want to. But there is a Robert Rude right there. Yeah. Just, just pin, pin him. Pin that if, guy. You, if you're going to have the good guys win, pin Rude. Uh, the Street Profits also cut a promo saying that uh, yeah, Sarah, War- Sarah Schreiber walks up and they're like, you're not a WrestleMania either. <laughs> Why are you crap? <laughs> All right, Sarah. And then that pretty was their response. was like, All right, Sarah. Um, but they said that they pinned RK Bro a couple of weeks ago, so that should put them in line. So I guess that's our WrestleMania program is RK Bro versus the Street Profits. Sure. Or Alpha Academy. Yeah. They've been busting their asses for a while. They ain't going to get nothing. They might be in the Battle Royal, I guess, which isn't going to be on Mania, reportedly. I was on SmackDown again. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Or maybe the Raw. One of the two. Might be the Raw after, I think. Yeah, I'll put it on SmackDown. I don't have to review it then. Um, <laughs> got the video package for Amos, who then cut a promo. This promo was hilarious. Because <laughs> Sarah Schreiber's not on screen. Mm-hmm. She's talking off camera. Almost like behind her being like, Hey, Amos, why, why are you so tall? And the camera was like, they were trying to like like dig underneath the earth so they could put the camera down lower mm-hmm. to film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like made him look as tall as possible. And it was, yeah, proper pants. Yeah. And then he quickly beat Apollo Crews and had a stare down with Commander Aziz. Uh, I could not want to watch that match any less. Who could possibly care about that match? Vince. Yep. That's it. What do you, what do you, um, what do, you do for a Mossomania? Aside from putting him in the battle, battle royal. Put him in the battle royal. That's literally the only option. Yeah. Yeah. Because I th- really thought they were going to do like a big match for him. Because otherwise, like, what's the point of any of this? There isn't one, Luke. Yeah. The point was, he was there to look tall and help AJ Styles. Beyond that, when they did the split, and they go, oh, almost, right? And everyone goes, no. And they go, okay, you're right. And then they just don't do anything with him now. Yeah. I think the purpose was, like, to be tall. Less, less help AJ Styles. I think that was that was very much secondary. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, be yeah. tall. Yes. And then you'll be the star when you come out of this. AJ's mm-hmm. here to put you over. Yeah. Um, not that it's helped. Nope. And then we got an Edge promo. I guess this is his new entrance. This is his new character. What happened was like the lights went down and then they started playing Metalingus and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. And he came out in like the Undertaker's sort of like blue purplish light thing. Sure. And then he just said some stuff about AJ. It's basically the same thing you were saying last week. I want the Pitbull AJ Styles. I thought this promo was not good. Yeah. <laughs> I think Edge has cut some great promos since he's come back in this run. I didn't think this was one of them. I thought it was a bit meh. He's done better work. I think he's no, he is. It was delivered well. It was my, delivered my, I fine. Think my my issue is like when it finished, I was like, I, I you know I tend to watch promos and then I make notes on them after it's done. Mm-hmm. And when it finished, I was like. I don't remember a single. I don't remember thing. what you just I said. I remember a single thing that he talked about. So yeah, I was that's just like, fair. Yeah, he, I, I've literally in my notes here. He says some stuff about AJ. Yeah, that, that was the whole promo. Yeah, didn't need to know anything more than that. Uh, we've got another cap, recap of MSG, and then we got Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley taking on Queens Lena and Carmella with the stipulation that if Liv and Rhea win, they get added into the match. Very early on, Carmella gets distracted with Corey Graves, and Zelina's like, "What are you doing?" And then Rhea hits the Riptide and pins her. So. Just to, to clarify, in case you missed that, Zelina and Carmella lost because of horniness. Mm. Carmella's just so horny for Corey, 
all the time that they lost this match. It's all Corey Graves was talking about as well, just how horny they are for each other. Have you watched uh, Carmella and Corey yet? No. Why not? Why would I? Because I thought you and I thought you and Ollie were going to watch it and then do like a like a podcast reaction to it. No, that's, I don't want to do that. That's why I suggested. Yeah, but no, I'm, no, it's a bad concept for a show. It's going to be a bad show. It probably is a bad show. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Um, and then we got Finn Balor versus Austin Theory, which Priest uh, caused the DQ in pretty early on. Of course he did. And then afterwards, um, Austin Theory beat up Finn Balor some more, and he took some selfies. And they were just talking about the Pat McAfee thing. And I'm like, man, they really do think that having a match with Pat McAfee is way more important than winning the US title. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Because Pat McAfee's a big deal, you see, because Vince likes him. So now he's a much bigger deal than he was before. What did you make of the Pat McAfee interview? It was interesting. Uh, I spoke about it a bit with Denise on the, uh, on the Friday show. And it was weird seeing Vince that, like casual yeah i mean he was still being very diplomatic with his responses and, and towing the line and, and circumventing certain things but you can really tell that he really likes pat mcafee uh, otherwise he probably wouldn't give him the time of day but just seeing him just kind of like you know ramble his way through the promo and just be kind of like laid back and pat mcafee was going to like wrap it up and then Vince was like no we're still going i was like okay <laughs> let's did, keep he, going then he did show up an hour late <laughs> yeah totally yeah um but yeah i it was interesting i really really don't care about seeing vince mcmahon versus pat mcafee i care slightly more about austin theory versus pat mcafee but i still ultimately don't really care so the the report is i think vince is still going to be factored into it mm. so it is still technically going to be pat versus vince but ish. like ish but like it's austin theory is like austin theory is the guy who's on the card at the moment but soon enough he's probably going to be in the background and vince will be in the foreground surely you'd have thought they'd have done that the other way around announce vince mcmahon first to go like oh big announcement pat versus vince whoa and then they can go like but it won't actually be vince. <laughs> well yeah austin theory is also there afterwards yeah i don't know um yeah just it sucks to be finn i guess but I, sure I, we're, gonna, we're gonna get um you know demon versus uh Damien. Demon versus Damien. Demon versus Damien at Mania, most likely. Um, I don't like that at all. Belair cut a promo, and then Kevin Owens came out, and he basically said that there's going to be a KO show at Mania, uh, and his guest won't be JBL, and it's not going to be Booker T, and it's not going to be... I like the fact that he said it's not going to be Shawn Michaels because I'm Canadian, therefore I like Bret Hart. So yeah. I thought that was a good. That was, that was good. good, yeah. And then he calls out Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the crowd popped, being like, oh, man, he's called out Steve Austin. The big yeah. graphic came up, being like, KO show, Steve Austin. Will Steve Austin accept it? Apparently, he's going to make an announcement today um, in, like, three, uh, hours? two hours' time. Yeah, two and a half hours' time, be like, whether he's accepted the challenge or not. But, yeah, I thought this was a real flat ending to the show. We have spoken about it before, that no one, surprisingly, no one really cares about seeing Stone Cold come back. Yeah. And if anyone did care about seeing Stone Cold come back, it would be to have a match. Mm-hmm. So them going, it's going to be a KO show segment. Everyone goes, okay, so he's going to come out, hit a stunner and leave. Which is fine if that's what you want to do. That's probably going to be a bit of fun. But announcing it beforehand, I think people are just going to be like, okay, that's that's nice, you know? Cool. G- good for Stone Cold, I guess. I, I think it is still going to be a match. Yeah. Only because Corey then started being like, it's been 19 years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, well, it's been, yeah, it's been 19 years since he's had a match. It's been on yeah. TV a bunch, though. Yeah. He was at WrestleMania only a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, 100%, I feel like this has to still be a match. Yeah. I'd hope so. If, they, if they're going to hype this up and be a big thing, it should be a match. 
don't know if I actually want to see the match because I don't. I feel like Stone Cold should kind of just leave it and just have the angles because him just hitting a stunner yeah. is very over, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't quite know how I feel about it. It's funny. So we were talking with Adam about this in the office. Like Adam said, you know, like widen your thumbnail about Steve Austin returning to the firm. I said, literally, legit, no one cares. No one cares. When we had like the Austin news first came out, granted, it happened on the same day as the Cody news, but the Cody news so out vastly. Oh, outshone the Austin thing. Mm. Like the Austin thing was like a complete non-factor, and even in the days since then, all people have been talking about is Cody. No one has gone back to the Steve Austin news. Even like you know, he calls out Steve Austin today. This pretty much confirmed that Sean's report was right. Mm -hmm. But even then, people still aren't really talking about it much. And I said because it's been twenty years. Yeah, like the audience that Austin appeals to, the audience that are into Austin and into Austin's return, which is you know my the people around my age are have either st stopped watching wrestling or there's a very small number of us left still watching mm -hmm. like the vast majority of us have just stopped watching yeah. there's a small percentage that still are and the much larger audience that are here watching wrestling now have been watching wrestling since after austin's time yes so the great comparison that adam made is that this is like in 2000 when bob backland came back as someone who was watching as a fan in like 1999, 2000, I was like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't watching when Bob Backlund was on top. So why do I care about Bob Backlund coming out for a match? And I think that is quite evident in the fact that this isn't getting as much traction as I would have thought it is. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at that from my 36-year-old bubble. Yeah, and I think that the people who watch WWE week to week, because you know the average age of their viewers like 60 or whatever, they'll probably care about it and i reckon they'll probably have a good time but in terms of what this is for trying to get those old lapsed viewers the lapsed fans get them back i think this is going to be really good for big news sites because they can write a headline of stone cold steve austin wrestling at wrestlemania and people will click on that headline and go huh cool that's the person i used to watch back in the day it's not gonna make them watch wrestlemania though yeah it's gonna be them going like oh i used to watch wrestling cool they're not going to care beyond that. I don't. I think. think there will be a conversion rate. It's a very small conversion. Very rate, small. But I, but I think there will be a, a sort of conversion rate to that. Yeah, there there might be people who are on the fence about checking out WrestleMania because they're hearing about the biggest match of all time or something. Buzzwords, 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 and then they're like, "Oh, Stone Cold's going to be there. Maybe I'll check it out." I think that's a very small number of people, mm -hmm. and I think the vast majority are probably done with wrestling at this point. Yeah, I think and so. And they can go like, you know, it, it it's like you know, you see a, I don't know. Yeah, a, a cameo from an actor in a movie that you used to watch ages and ages ago, and they 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 had like you know one big role or whatever, and they show up in a movie two decades down the line. And you go, oh, it's the person, cool. If I knew they were in the movie, that's not going to make me watch the movie, mm. but it's going to be you're like, oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, and that's it. I'm not going to care beyond that. You yeah. know, I feel like it's the same thing. I think I had that with um, Brendan Fraser because I think he's in Doom Patrol. Sure. And like, I haven't watched Doom Patrol. I think he's in it anyway. Mm. He's in something. And I'm like, oh man, I love Brendan Fraser. I think Brendan Fraser's awesome. Mm. But I haven't watched that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't gone to myself and been like, Brendan Fraser's been in legit some of my favorite movies of all mm. time, like California Man, Airheads, you know, the, the Mummy and things like that. Yeah. Like, I would legit watch something that Brendan Fraser's in, but I haven't gone out of my way to watch it. Mm -hmm. So it's not had that much of an effect on me. So I, I, yeah. I totally take your point. Uh, I said in the edited review that I would have given this two out of five um, because it was an average. You know, mundane mesh show mm -hmm. but the three-way the three-way tag team title match i thought was so so great that i bumped it up to a three out of five what did you reckon 
I don't know because I'm I'm tempted a lot of these times when a lot of these shows that have nothing on them. I'm tempted to give them ones because nothing happens. But I feel like ones should maybe be reserved for the stuff that's really actively bad totally. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know whether to start my score at three and if it gets worse, go down to like a two if like nothing happens or whatever. Or to start at zero and when something good happens, bump it up to a one, two, three, you know? And I think that changes my score. Two. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'm always the opposite way around. Me and Dan Lane talk about this on Cineworld. Mm. When I go into a movie, I, I'm, I start at three stars mm -hmm. and then it either goes up or down from yeah. there. Totally. Uh, let's get much in. like our predictions system <laughs> might when we change it for WrestleMania. That's when it's going right. to be me versus. Nope, not me it, versus Luke. It really That's isn't. a lie. It certainly isn't me. It's uh, you are the interim guy and the, I'm the, the real one. The, the real Jam nope, That Champion. Uh, interim. That's real. The real Jam That Champion. It's on my shoulder. I'm actually going to. just going to say it now. I've already picked my challenger. For You get uh, to pick your challenger? Oh, yeah. Well, you, the, the, your, your winners. Uh, won the jamble. Oh, of the Royal Jamble. You mean that very real event, sort of fighting for the real title? Yeah, but that was before the we, real that, that was before we actually had the proper championship. So like they've now they've now unfortunately fight for the B prize. But my prestigious prize is going to be on the line at Wrestle Jam. Yeah, and I've already picked my opponents. I'm opening up the forbidden board once again, and I'm challenging Sullivan Bo Brown to the Jam That Championship. Interim, real and interim Jam That Championship. I don't know. It's going to be the real stars of the show, me versus Andy Datsun on night one. The real stars. And then Adam Blompier on night two. Well, we're going to be uh, talking a bit more about that in the upcoming weeks. Uh, hey, head on over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk because this month's WrestleTalk Extra, it's March. You'd think it's a WrestleMania. It usually is. Uh -uh, not this month. This month, it's TNA Victory Road 2011. It's the Jeff Hardy Sting Show. What better way to celebrate Jeff Hardy's AEW debut? Honest to God. Than TNA Victory 2011. Like, tragic stuff right awful. Like, it is awful to watch it was horrible to watch at the time yeah it's going to be fascinating to watch with 10 years worth of hindsight mm -hmm. and i cannot wait to dive back into the observers and the figure fours the pro wrestling torch listening to the old radio shows that's what we do with rest talk extra is we go back into the archives and stuff and like we listen to wrestling observer radio we listen to podcasts that we're doing about the time talking about this sort of stuff and like kind of going back to seeing what the the reaction to it was at the mm -hmm. time as well as long as with our memories for it um so i'm i can't i'm actually really looking forward to, to doing that research i think that you and ollie are probably maybe the only two people that would be excited for that show <laughs> because i saw the result and was like oh god i wouldn't want to do that i told adam the result and he was like oh that's uncomfortable i wouldn't want to do that and a lot of the comments on the poll were like oh i think this is gonna be a really sad podcast guys <laughs> like oh no <laughs> so i feel like it's you and ollie they're like yes victory road i think it's interesting to talk about <laughs> i do uh, but if you back at the $25 level and above, you get your name shout out on this Wrestle Talk podcast like these fine people, The Wrestling Life. Oh, you got the Hall of Fame music. Nice. Geordie Bus Driver, Harry. Oh, you got Father oh, Geordie Bus Driver, Harry. Geordie Bus Driver, Harry. Daylight Robbery, Rob James. Stacking them dubs, Junior Jana. Nope, Jan Pradub. Butchered that name. NJ Horniesburg. That's not correct. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Jay Horns, baby. <laughs> Mad Sorry, Mac I was thinking, I was thinking about Carmella and Corey again. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Mac, the meat father. The hundred dollar man, CD Horver. The Castle Run, DX Solo. D uh, Ryan and Disco Stewart. Superkick, Nick Mizesco. Andrew Grifford, the big red dog. It's <laughs> a very stupid name. Double L, Liam Leonard. That was the last name for the Hall of Fame class of the 8th of March, 2022. Thank you all of our pledge hammers. You're awesome. Let's get into the rest of your ultra chats. Van Twinblade here saying, picture this. Austin comes out for the KO show, and instead of finding, they both start talking uh, blank about the bigoted leaders of the state, and uh, and they drag Greg Abbott out of the crowd and give him a stunner and a powerbomb. <laughs> Hashtag trans rights. That'd be nice. That'd be great. Yeah. You see, there were some people that were really annoyed at Hangman coming out with the rainbow flag uh, at Revolution. I mean, of course they were, because, you know, decades and that. But, um... There, was, there were some people that there was a comment that was left in our live chat just mm. as like the show had finished and everything and we had um uh, one of our last ultra chats that came in mm -hmm. was about like i'm so proud that hangman is my champion because he wore the rainbow flag and, sure. and there was just a chat in the thing that just said the rainbow doesn't always mean gay all right Again, Ireland. It really, made, it really tickled me. Doesn't always mean gay. <laughs> God, people are the worst. Uh, Zin says this podcast has more champions on it than this episode of Raw did. Keep up the good work. That's, uh, and that's kind of sort of true, but yeah, not, no, it's not. The true. US champion was on there, and the Raw champion, US uh, Raw tag, tag women's tag. Yeah, there were, there were more champions on Raw. But close. Let, we, we, have, we have more world champions, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ten Rosa. Yes, the tank match was incredible, but my God, can we talk more about Revolution? <laughs> the amazing thing that happened in AEW. Never thought Stone Cold would feel like such a disappointment. If Cody doesn't show up next week, my mania, my interest in Mania will be so low. The uh, nerve to play Austin's theme at the end and play it to the live crowd. Wow. Guys, your interest levels, uh, what are they out of 10? Are you looking forward to coming up in AEW? I'm so pumped for Double or Nothing. What do you want for Supercard of honor um i would like i was gonna say something really mean actually i'm not going to i was gonna say i would love for denise to mess up her lines at supercard of honor that's really mean <laughs> i don't want her to do that that is mean it's very mean uh i i just i, I was gonna say like i just want to see denise and then i was like no i'll say something a bit more like risque and i was like actually no that's very mean i'm not gonna say that um excitement levels for mania oh pretty low like I know who I know who I'm watching it with. Yeah, and like so, it's gonna be fun. I, I think back to Survivor Series last year. Yeah, you know, it was unanimously voted the worst show of the year. <laughs> yes. But I was like, and I said this when we did the podcast about it. Mm -hmm. I had far too much fun watching that show yeah. with you guys mm -hmm. to wrote it as my worst show of the year. Yeah, even though objectively it was. It was, yeah. Um, and I have the same thing for Mania this year. Like, I know I'm going to have a good time watching it. So my excitement levels for Mania are quite high, but it's got nothing to do with the actual Mania itself. Mm -hmm. It's actually just got to the company that I've kept totally. for it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and that's fair. I, I think I, I, I did a, um when I was on the train back from my activities on Sunday going uh, home for Revolution, um, I, I did a, a quick Twitter AMA, and someone asked just like, what's uh, like you, the favorite show that you've ever watched? And I was like, 
Survivor Series last year, <laughs> I think. Like, it's probably up there. <laughs> oh, it was such a fun time. Yeah, it was. Uh, Chris Lilly said, hey, guys, uh, for another Alexa Blissless Raw, so we're already off to a bad start with me. Um, do not get End of Fiend vibes for her situation, because I hope not, but they're very similar in how they're being booked. Big returns go missing, release. I hope that doesn't happen. I know it's just going to get released. I don't think uh, she's either. No Alexa, no Brock, no Becky, no point in watching. Alexa was probably backstage, but they didn't do anything. Wait for the ratings as they go down without Alexa. Mm, I don't think that's the case. On a positive note, her 2K22 model looks great, uh, down to her white tattoos. Nice. Uh, well, maybe we'll see that in a second when we play yeah. the game. Um, uh, we do not have that, actually that much time to play the game. We can play it for a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's, I mean, I've, I've, I'm a broken record at this point. They brought her back with no plan. I will also say, I, this feels very... Uh, loaded and, and mean I will say like both of us just saying like I don't think she's going to be released she might like I don't want her to be I think they like her too much Wait, you say that I thought they liked Braun Strowman well yeah difference was Braun Strowman was on a massive contract whereas it I don't isn't think isn't Alexa I don't think Alexa well, she's not on Braun Strowman money. well no not on Braun Strowman money but... Braun was on like six figures he was on a massive deal I've seen some releases that I thought were surefire definitely going to stay in WWE so I'm I'm not running the finale at this point, basically. Uh, the Revhead says, New tag champs, new women's team, furthering Finn and Damien. Seth is about to go nuts. 24-7 title is finally fun. Good backstage segment. And they gave the NXT title holder a great showing. What more do you guys want? I gave it four out of five. What more do I want? Coherent storytelling. An actually good show. Stuff with actual story progression. Because furthering Finn and Damien is incorrect. That did not further anything. No, it's in the same position it was last week. Also, 24-7 title is finally fun. I would class as... I know, I know opinions are subjective. 24-7 title is finally fun. I would call that objectively wrong. Because oh, that, it's not fun. I think it's fun. It's not! It's boring! I think it's, None of them can it's, act! It's not boring. <laughs> None it's, of them can act. It's certainly not boring. Yes, it is. It's not boring. I've, I've watched it. It, it may be bad. But it is not boring. I watched it going. I think Tazao was really funny. I thought the reaction he had when Tamina kissed him last week was funny. Which we got like, a recap on. I don't care about any of it. Well, that's fine. They're not, they're not making me care about any of it. It's boring. I, I, don't, I, don't, think, I don't think it's boring. I, fun's a strong word, but I don't think it's boring. <laughs> And I also say, I don't say there were good backstage segments. There were backstage segments. <laughs> um, yeah, like it is. This this was a, a fine show. Like the, the problem was, like the title of this was not that it's a bad show. It's just it was it was lacking star power. Mm -hmm. uh, right, Dr. Vince Gable. You know that thing that you said is naturally hilarious and it's getting over? Gable. Yeah. Vince. Now you're gonna do it every week. Now every paragraph of the script. You're gonna shoot. You're gonna shoot until you get sick of it. Love you guys. Hector Rodriguez has been a member for two months in a row. Said, "Is Chad basically what early career Kurt Angle was back in the 2000s?" Uh, yes, but without the push. Yes. Kevin didn't watch the show. Did Bruce Braxter have a good reaction from the crowd, or was it crickets? Honestly, don't remember. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, it's not. It's not a Moss levels of crickets. No, there was there was something. I don't think it, it, it was it was like average. It was what you would expect. It wasn't like a ah oh, Bron Breaker. That's true. Yeah, no one was like oh cool Bron Breakers. Yeah, it was just it's like oh there's a guy. There's a guy there. Uh, also, is the women's tag titles now the new women's battle royal as a way to have every woman on the show? Seems like it. Uh, the bad one, Jam Beard, said, didn't watch Raw, but I'll check out the tag team match later. You really should do. Uh, but 2K22 has over 30 stars in the game who've been let go, including long-term fired people like Breeze, Lana, Tucker, yet no Brian or Cole. Poor uh, 2K having to deal with WWE. 
for now. Mm. Zachary Jenkins said, uh, hey guys, how have you been? Can't wait for the greatest WrestleMania match of all time, Commander Aziz versus Amos, Raw Underground alumni. <laughs> Hopefully we can get Shane as the special guest rest re- re- special guest ref for that dumpster fire. Might JTJ, make it better. D-A-D. Uh, and lastly, um, Jack Nichols says, Pete was bang on the banana. I was expecting Ollie. Upgrade! It's Team Pete. What's your favorite Ricky Ortiz match? Uh, good one, Pete. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the end of our Ultra Jets. Awesome. Also got this email in from Noah Fortner, uh, who said, uh, "Hey, there was an email on the AEW podcast about people not caring about Stone Cold's return to wrestling. I am in the month of turning 21, so naturally, I have zero connections to Austin. By the time I started watching it, he was long gone in a similar situation. I think here when The Rock came back and beat Punk for the belt, that moment actually made me sour on The Rock mm-hmm. to this day. People like my dad, who was in his 40s, got intrigued by this news, but the wrestling community has been very uh, has a very very large audience of people who only grew up with Austin that occasionally appears on TV sometimes, but obviously WWE still do it uh, because what a moment have a nice day lads jam that jam yes glad to say i'm subscribed to patreon loving the extra content amazing thank you so much for becoming a pledge hammer that's awesome uh also yeah i totally agree like no nobody cares uh it's amazing isn't it like we were talking about this with adam in the office like Mm -hmm. adam was quite shocked by the news Mm. and i'm like well you know it's been 19 years yeah um maybe we'll have actually talked about this in the show but he made the comparison to bob backlund when bob backlund came yeah. back in 2000 i'm like yeah in 2000 i don't care yeah. bob backlund was back and the thing is i think that what the um, uh, no said in that email is really true if, is that the people who care about it who are kind of like the lapsed fans you know the people who are the mega casuals who might be vaguely interested in a stone cold related thing or people like oh he's come back oh it's cool it's not going to make the buy WrestleMania. Mm. Like, no, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh my God, Stone Cold. Well, I have to watch this now. Because at this point, a lot of people have moved on from wrestling in their lives. And they'd be like, oh, that was the thing I used to watch. That's yeah. cool. He's back. Maybe but they're not like, going to actually care enough. No, to I suppose they'd be like, in. go to a friend's house to watch it. Because like, I don't think people are like, well, now I have to get Peacock. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. No one's going to say that. Uh, so Jack has emailed in. Mm. Uh, he's been a regular emailer as of late. Um, to TKM. talk about, Yeah, absolutely, of the TKM. Yeah. Um, to talk about, we asked him to send him the email of the story of the legend who saved me from security. Mm. So here we go. Uh, the event, WAW Thetford Thunder. <laughs> WAW are a local company run by the Knight family from Fighting With My Family, aka right. the Page film. Yes. Page here. Page here. <laughs> this is the first show they'd put on in Thetford in 10 years, and you'd better believe the cleft movement was there in full force. Nice. They got loud, real loud. It was quite clear the wrestlers were pay- uh, playing to us. After a boatload of fun matches, we got to the main event of the evening. Wonder Kid Johnny Storm versus Steve Carino. Wow. Johnny Storm, by the way. This is a name I haven't had in ages. Yeah, same. Uh, for those who don't know, Steve Carino is a former ECW champion from the dying days of the promotion. Well-respected all over. There's a matching tattoo with Kevin Owens. It's regarded by uh, it's regarded by him as instrumental in the success of his career. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know any of that. It was a name I'd heard of, and that was all I'd, he'd raise the roof with Johnny Storm with a hard-hitting match and an eked out of victory. This is where it gets fun. After the match, Steve said, autographs and pictures at the back. And we followed him to the merch stand. I followed him behind the merch stand. I followed him behind the merch stand. <laughs> you know, the area where you might be seen as a threat. And I feel two very strong <laughs> gentlemen put their hands on my shoulders. Oh, I'd messed up. Steve turns around and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
He's with me. Gives me a huge <laughs> hug. Takes loads of pictures with us. 10 out of Tatanka. <laughs> the next time I saw him was at an airport in Tokyo. Crikey. Yeah. Uh, the one wrestling we regret is that I didn't go over to him. I thought he probably just had a long flight and was too tired. I didn't want to hassle him. Gutted. Anyway, the pictures are attached. Thet for Thunder is where we met good P- uh, good friend Peter Nixon. He was a babyface, but booed him ferociously. <laughs> There's nothing better than going to a live wrestling show with your best friends and chanting the night away. Would you like me to write in again? Choices are. That was almost like... um. Starship Troopers, would you like to know more? <laughs> would you like me to email again? If so, my choices are, my friend wrestled a huge legend, the wrestler who gave me advice when I was training. Choice two might get a bit bleak, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I care to hear about your friend wrestling a legend. No, not particularly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't know your friend. No. Nice story, though. Yeah, good story, that, mate. Nice story. I enjoyed that a lot. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe the second one. even. If, and actually, now that you've said that it gets bleak, has made me want to hear it even more. <laughs> uh, like, terrible. So, you might have heard on the podcast that we've been asking people about, like, what's the fanciest you've ever got uh, dressed mm. up for at a, at a wrestling event? For sure. And everyone took that to mean, like, what wrestling event have you gone to in fancy dress? And we're like, yes. no, 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 we've no, no. gone to, like, in a tuxedo. A- actual, like, fashion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Reese has got in touch to say hi Luke and Ollie I hope this email finds you well I'm sure if you're still doing this segment we are I normally dress pretty average nice coat black shirts etc but tonight I attended my first show as a wrestler performing in a battle mm. royal for exposure wrestling in Newport part of this was taking on a legacy gimmick for the promotion Carney the Clown <laughs> I've attached images of both of how I dressed the morning and 20 minutes before the bell now I'm going to catch my train home watch AEW Revolution and sleep for 24 hours kind regards Reese, oh, aka the guilty hat and that Welsh guy on Patreon. Huh. Nice. I thought you were three different people. Well, the more you know. There's Reese just before the show. Nice. Good head of hair on you there, Reese. Yeah, and it. there he is as Carly the Clown. Uh, amazing. Love it. That is a... Top stuff. Terrifying. Um, so, yeah. I don't really have, again, not really a fancy... No. Outfit. I mean, I suppose you wore a shirt, but you, you were attending the event. I think the problem is, is that we're asking our audience of probably mostly american wrestling fans and uk local promotion lads and lasses who probably don't dress up at all i don't know if we do do we have a fashionable fan base well that's the that's what we were curious about mm. because you know share delaware one of the fightful mods and like you know alex queen of the ring mm-hmm. you go kayla and you do you see these images they get like they go all out yeah when they get so they get, they get just fancy yeah to go to wrestling shows and stuff whereas i've just rocked up to every wrestling event wearing whatever it was i wore that morning so it was you know jeans jeans if if it's a hot day most actually i say it's a hot day if it's any day that's not in winter i'm in shorts yeah and i'm wearing a t-shirt i've got me dirty cons on and and some socks on those like uh, there you go if if i may put on a uh, a flannel shirt Mm -hmm. yeah if it matches me t-shirt i will say i i've had a a a thought and a feeling recently like you know that it's part of me that wishes I actually knew about fashion. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. part of me that's like, I do, I do wish I could, like, you know, how to, how to look, make myself look more presentable. You want to get queer eyed? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what me and Ollie have had this discussion before. Like, I'd love yeah. to get queer eyed. Yeah. But, like, I wish I actually, like, like, knew about it. Yeah. So I could make that decision for myself, you know? Well, you know, Dan Layton's a really fashionable guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, sure like, he is. Is there a video series in that of Dan Layton doing, <laughs> making <laughs> us look nice? <laughs> doing a makeover show on parts of unknown where like he it's amazing he actually like tries to improve the uh the the wardrobe of the that, of the rest work of the maybe i mean what if it, you stretch it and you do like 
like a wider wrestling world mm -hmm. so we like can go to like wrestling fans you know to be, oh, you'll come onto the show and we will like none of us are but we'll queer eye you sure yeah that's what we do we'll queer eye you i actually saw a show on um uh, sky sports news mm. uh over the weekend when i was back at my folks at uh, my in-laws uh that i messaged in the parts of unknown admin mm. thread on discord I just wanted to completely lift and steal the format. Yeah. Um, I think it would be a really cool idea. I didn't see it, so I don't know what it is. So it's but... great. So basically, you uh, would sit at a table, two mm -hmm. people on either end of the table. You have a board in the center of it that says, strong agree, agree, disagree, strong disagree. Mm -hmm. And then you've got two pint glasses. Mm -hmm. And you essentially, you would have your drink of the pint glass, and you would get topics written, and you would then discuss that topic, and decide whether you agree, strongly disagree, and this and the other, and then you just discuss your uh, choices and your decisions. Hmm. It's fun. It is fun. Yeah. Like, you know, I was I was saying to my, my father-in-law, who I don't think really cared. No. But I was just, I was just basically brainstorming the idea with him. I was like, well, yeah. get, you know, get suggestions in from Twitter. Get them in from, like, Facebook and whatnot and this and the other. Mm -hmm. And we could sit there and be like, Randy Orton is overrated. Yeah. And then you would just discuss. And then, you know, uh, Adam could be like, or you'd be like, strongly disagree. And I'd be like, that's an insane take. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, strongly agree. But I do agree that he's overrated. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Feel like we need to discuss this, Luke. Should we get a pint? <laughs> <laughs> you see? You see what I mean? It's a good It's a good format, Pete. I can, yeah. And the thumbnail's kind of there for it already. What, the two people on the on the table sitting there or what? Well, you're like sort of the board or something like there. And you can have like the quote like, Randy Orton is overrated. Mm -hmm. You know, strongly disagree and things like that. Mm -hmm. Reaction. Oh, reaction uh -huh. face. Yeah. It makes itself, Pete. Also, it's basically just for a chance for us to sit around, chat for have a drink, for half an hour, having a pint. Yeah, that works. I think that is, you know, like, okay, I said to Andy, I messaged Andy on Discord mm. three weeks ago, word all but for wrestling. And then he messaged me back, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and I messaged back being like, neither do I, Andy, but that's not my job. I'm just the ideas guy. <laughs> and all I'm saying is, Inside the Ropes are now doing it. Could have been us. Yeah. Could have been. Been, been us. Could have been. Ideas guy. Yeah. I should have said that on a podcast, really. Yes, you should. Because someone else could have, like, you know, well, if Cultaholic are listening, mm. and they're going to like, steal the format and stuff, and then get, like, you know, 200,000 views per video. <sighs> Boy, what culture are listening? They've got 2 million subscribers. Oh, mate. They might, they're, they're probably way more popular than yeah, we are. Yeah, tell they need to cut that out of that whole <laughs> section. <laughs> Um, have I got any other emails that I want to read out quickly? Do, 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 do. Oh, okay. Um, Lars emails in to say, Hey guys, decided to watch Dynamite the Riddle Way this week. <laughs> During the Battle Royal, they just had me laughing at the card for Revolution and the rest of the show. The fact every match feels insane is just stupid, and I don't know what we as fans did to deserve this good wrestling. Jam mm. that jam. Yeah, that's totally fair. Mm. Yeah, it's what valid. Did you, what did you make of uh, Revolution? Thought it was bloody great. Good show, wasn't it, mate? Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was on the same level as like an All Out. It wasn't like a oh my god, whoa, craziest show ever or anything. But it didn't disappoint. It was really good. Thumbs up. End of the know? show. I've got to my document of like my favorite match of the year, and really only put down two of the matches on there that yeah, would be like candidates fair. for like when it comes to doing our end of year list and we're doing down our nominations. That could be possible nominations for me. Mm -hmm. That was Punk MJF mm -hmm. and Kingston Jericho. Fair. Um, and like 
But that's not to say that the rest of the card was bad. No, not at all. And I agree with you. I don't think it was as strong as All Out, maybe. Despite the fact that the card, it was a stacked old card. Mm. But it was a great show. I had a really, really fun time watching it. Yeah. And then I'm just, I just jumped into the podcast yesterday because I finished my speed awareness course. Yes. And I jumped into the podcast yesterday. And there's Ollie in tempo. I just feel like I need to come in here to actually be a positive voice for AEW. <laughs> What were they Every, saying? Everyone else at Rust Talk seems to hate AEW apart from me, it would seem. <laughs> did you listen to me? In terms yes, of I, rampage? Yeah, I, yes, I did. And I, you were positive there. But then I yeah. also listened to you and Ollie being like, oh, darling, well, it's actually a bit crap this week. And I I'm did like, not say that. Oh, I thought it was a bit crap this week. <laughs> You're right, that's what you said. Yep. And, um, but like, yeah, they came in and Ollie was saying like, oh, I'm just a bit worried that Keith Lee's lost in the shuffle. I'm like, it's been three <laughs> weeks, Ollie. <laughs> what Ollie? are you talking about? No, Ollie, you can't <laughs> that it's been three weeks in the three matches oh my god i tell me he didn't say that jesus christ it's a bit where he's become lost in the shuffle oh all right mate Holy davis anyway that's all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast head on over to the youtube version watch us play 2k22 thank you all so much for listening take care i love you goodbye As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.